Yeah, they played it again. So where Caroline was back in between races. They can't get enough of it. Uh, yesterday, the first running of the invitation for fillies and mares, and finally Ice Bath broke through. The Bondi went to Halal. We had a protest dismissed in the Cox Plate. Ronnie and Lizzie were with me at Randwick yesterday. Yeah, some great stories. Brad Winnop, um, just the highs and lows with mm. that mare, and then Jenny Duggan wins the stakes race, and there's nothing like a a 50-50 protest to divide the nation. <laughs> Just what the Cox played needed this year. <laughs> yes, I saw you throwing a few barbs oh, out on Twitter last night. I don't, know where you find the, yeah, I don't know where you find the energy after oh, a day of the races. Well, he doesn't it. move. He sits there. <laughs> so did you throw a bit of Burley out? Yeah, like everyone, everyone was so riled up. Like we're in a self-interest sport. Mm. And uh, I think it's great. You know, everyone's had a, a bit of an opinion there. And even that, you know. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah, it turned out to be a great race, though. Yeah, it turned out good. It's nice to be sitting here on a Sunday morning and talking about how Ice Bath had all the luck yeah. and everything went to plan instead of telling everyone what a treacherous yeah. run down the home straight. Everyone, had. there was a sense of relief yesterday when you saw Ice Bath cross the line mm. first. And I'm sure not only just for Brad, but the connections of, you know, she's been, she's just been plagued with. Um, not bad barriers, I suppose, is one of them, and just no luck in, in her races. And you can see when she does get the luck, and she didn't get her preferred surface, mm -hmm. what she can do. And that's, uh, yeah, she's a genuine group, group one mare, and hopefully she can get that on the board one day. Mm. This was a million dollars first prize for Ice Bath. Prior to winning a million yesterday, she'd won $2.3 million in prize money. And that's without winning a big one. But here she is down the outside taking the very first ever The Invitation. Well, if there was one barrier on the day that you thought was the worst barrier on the day, you would have said this, and a 12 out of 12 in a field like this, but it ended up the, uh, the best barrier and the, and the best ride. Um, look, she, Karen took no part the first bit of the race. He saw Rocker Clock move. He pounced on, and hustled up in three deep line. And then where all these mares are getting held up, there's four or five of them getting held up. He gets the momentum. And she showed what she can do when she does get momentum, which she hasn't had for a long, long time. But a, a great effort to get her back to 1,400 metres here, because I think 1,500 a mile is her best distance. And obviously she's probably good on a wet track as well. But she proved in the Epsom that the dry's okay for her, just that she's the others, some of the others aren't as fast on the wet. But look at her here. She, as soon as Rocker Clock pulled, uh, peeled to the three-wide line, she went bang, gotcha. And a lot of these other mares behind are just in that wall. And uh, Karen knew he was on a mare that could run this distance right out. And that was the difference. Rock o'clock was a usual, really big uh, lift there, second up. Uh, we probably got to talk about on Trevier. Um, I think most people expected her to go forward there. She couldn't drag back to last and just hope for things to happen. She was the, supposedly the best mare in the race. And Tommy had a go, and nearly got in, and then it didn't work out. She's probably a little suspect at a hard 1400 as well. Forbidden Love got all the breaks from the inside drawer, and you could go down the page there. You know, Nudge, Madame Rouge, Sweet Deal, all held up. I thought Media Ward went okay uh, for something longer. Uh, the emphasis that I want to put on the win yesterday was it was a stop-start race, and Ice Pass really shouldn't have been able to do what she was able to do. She was would you say head and heels above the rest due to the fact that 
That was such a stop-start race. It was a slow pace. She shouldn't have been able to sprint and put those horses that were having such a lovely run-up on the speed away so quickly. Well, it was so dominant. It was so dominant. You know, she she just raced away late there. So you, you really can't... I'd have to say, yeah, maybe she is a, a little bit better than we knew she was good. But with luck, she's, she's very, very good. It'll be interesting to see if they want to back her up in the, the big mare's race next week. And we'll find out how good that form really is. Let's go and hear from Brad Widdup and Karen McAvoy. Great to see. It's been a long wait. Been very frustrating, but, you know, not only for me, for the owners and the staff, everyone's a part of it and, you know, it's great to see. Today, did you come here thinking that uh, everything had gone to plan? Were you happy with the conditions and how yeah, it was going to play out? I can't do anything about the weather. That's one thing I can't do, but, uh, look, she's been great. The whole, whole preparation's been flying. I've been trying to keep a lid on it, but uh, you know I thought we're in for a good performance today if um, we get the right run. Finally, luck has gone her way. Yeah, finally. She's, she's been so unlucky. This is this has been the story of a, a career. Yeah, it uh, it has, and like even early on in the two-year-old career, she was very unlucky there in a couple of those good races and. You know, it's just fantastic to see her get a bit of reward today. Can you remember when you first heard that the invitation had been born? Well, I thought, well, that sounds good. Um, you know, I, I was hoping to get around 2,000 this time through, but, um, you know, I might have to change that now after today. She's so brilliant at 1,400. She just appreciated that very fast pace. She did, and, you know, good positive ride from uh, Kieran. We had nothing to lose today, and... He nailed it. Is that grand final for her? What do you do now? I would like to get her down to Melbourne. I, you know, we have got that race next week, um, the Empire Rose. But look, everything could have to be right with her. And um, I mean, this makes it a little bit easier winning yeah. today. Gee, that bank balance is looking all right. It is. You know, sometimes the barriers just force your hand. And, you know, she's been having no luck. And today was a case of just get the first half right and get her into the clear and let her rip home because she's been finishing really well without much luck. You know, Brad's done a great job with her, Melissa and the whole team have kept the faith in this mare and, um, you know, she's a quality winner of that race. She's done a great job and I'm sure that Brad and the team and the owners are getting a huge thrill out of that. There's a couple of times where I didn't give her the best of spins earlier in her prep but they stuck with me today and I'm, I'm glad to be able to get the win for them. Just casting your mind back, you've got a, actually a long association with Brad before he started training when he was at Dali and it's just really satisfying to see him get this mare to win a, a big race like this. Oh, definitely. You know, Brad was, um, he was doing a lot of the legwork there back in the day at Dali and, um, you know, foreman in the, the main yard and uh, um, taking the heat off Pete uh, more than anyone was. And, um, you know, they, they, they worked well together as a team. So it is really pleasing to see Brad going out on his own and, and um, you know, forging his own way. And, and this mare's been a, a headline act for him for a little while and that's why it's pleasing to see him get the job done with her today in this race. Was that an official gear change, that nasal strip on Karen McAvoy? <laughs> did that, that appear in the form? I did ask. No, it didn't. It didn't hit. No, it. no. I no. did. I, it was there Wednesday as well, if you'd done your form Wednesday. Oh, OK. It so there. it wasn't a change. No, it was, it was in the gear changes. Was, OK. There, yeah. uh, Bondi Stakes, million dollars and halal. Group one placed at Ramwick. He's got a, a real affinity for this track. He wins the million dollar Bondi, beating Keefe and Lease. Yep, well, he's obviously found his form. He's a you know high-profile colt who's well-bred. Um, he gets the job done here. He's still a little bit work in progress. He doesn't. He's not the finished article, and he'll get he'll get his chance to prove himself in the autumn. That'll be a bit tougher in the autumn. You know, if you 
He's not the, the finished article in his racing manners, but no. he is in his looks. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice-looking horse. But, you know, it's not going to get any easier. You know, Randwick Guineas, Doncaster Miles, that's probably where you've got to target these, to make stallions out of these these, these young colts. So, well, I think he's good enough. It's just getting it out of him. And they seem to have found the key to him now, and he looks very genuine. So I, I've always thought he's good enough, but... Yeah. Just inconsistent sometimes. Yeah, is it, is, is it the right form? I think I've seen better um, three-year-old races. You know, Keithy had a big day there. He, he's a big result for connections there. You know, he'd been running around at Ipswich, Toowoomba, and Sunshine Coast. Uh, so he's run boldly. Lease, well, what's he been doing? He's was beaten, you know, Kembla Grange his previous start and midweek. So he's picked up a big check. Coast Watch has probably had enough. Arnaquir wants gelding. Cota Hill, um, disappointing, probably all too soon for him. So I'm still on the fence. Um, but look, he's a nice horse and he gets his chance now to prove himself. So Halal wins the Bondi Stakes uh, and Michael Hawkes was there after the win and also the winning rider, Tommy Berry. He just thrives here. Obviously, last start, he really put the riding on the wall, but. Even if you go back to his two-year-old days when he ran second in the Group 1, um, we knew we had a special colt then, sort of going into that race. And That day he probably just got a bit too far back and the, the winner eventually came up the fence. But this preparation, he's really started to, to hit the line and put it all together. And as I said, last start and then obviously today, he, just, he still wants to lay in, but once he sort of gets clear of those horses, he just really fights and he wants to hit the wire. Another preparation. Are we going to see a, a really good horse? I think so. He's just been a, a work in progress, really. Um, you know, we love making colts. You know, we've made another one in this bloke, and Emmett's have been good supporters of ours, and we just love doing it. He actually switched off quite well for me in the early part, but the race, um, the, the pace really came out of it, and uh, there was a bit of a shuffle up, and I ended up three wide, but then Jace was four wide. So we pressed forward with me, and it still gave me a really nice card into the race. So um, he put him away again today, but he's... I've got a feeling he's going to be better next preparation. He's still learning what it's all about. And those two wins, obviously it was hard for him to get confidence last prep because he kept getting beat. But now he's put a couple together, he might come in a lot more furnished horse. And he loves Randwick as well. That's uh, another good performance here on the track. Yeah, he does. And there's a lot of good mile races at Randwick in the coming couple of seasons for him. So um, if he can keep going in the same direction, he might, might be able to level up against some of the better ones. So wife Bath and Halal, the big winners at Ramwick yesterday. More on Ramwick in a moment. Let's switch now to Mooney Valley and the Cox Plate. Uh, shock scratching of Zaki on the morning of the race. And it was Joseph O'Brien, the Irish trainer, son of Aidan, who now adds a Cox Plate to his two Melbourne Cups. But state of rest and Johnny Allen had to survive a protest from Animo and Craig Williams. Yeah, well, that's the talking point. Was it? Great ride by Johnny, just burst through there and Craig followed him through and it was always going to be a two-horse war, although the mare loomed at some stage there in the straight, very elegant, but obviously the talking point is this protest and this, you know, it's one of those 50-50 calls where the, the debate will continue on and on and on, but um, yeah, look, I, I don't know, look at him here, he's, he's, they meet um, and you'll see with the overhead, he, they get in there, he, he does put him off his game and he, they do bump. And um, and even on the line again, that's nothing there. So some people are saying, you know, oh no, he lost as much ground through pulling the horse off. But that doesn't come into account. You know, these, that's his job. He has to come come off and relieve the pressure. They get tangled up here in, in the elbows. Um, the bump, 
his off stride there. You can see his ears and his head and his shoulders go all off balance at a moment. So you could make a case that he, he it could have been upheld. Um, but it's one of those 50-50 calls that really um, I don't think you, we can jump up and down uh, about. It's a steward's decision. Here it is here. And he follows him through. Everything's rosy. Great ride. It was a great ride, wasn't Both it? Both of them were great rides. They yeah. cut the corner, saved the ground. Both of them yeah. were excellent rides. And well, See the, the, the grass there, the line on the grass, right? And then they, he comes out, there's no interference, and now, bang, he comes in and he brings him in a full strip there. And anyway, no, no issue, but very controversial, being such a big race. Um, the rules of racing stipulate if you take your horse off their line, you have to stop riding and correct and straighten. Is that but, right? But the, but the rule in a protest is simple. Had that interference not occurred, would Animo have beaten State of Rest? That's all they have to worry about. You've got to be comfortably satisfied. Comfortably yeah. satisfied. You know, it's not probably I think, not the, I think the best horse won. Yeah. Well, everyone will have their opinion. Everyone, yeah. yeah. I'd but it, it, but I, it, that's the rules of racing, isn't it? You know, if you're, mm. you ha so, so he broke the rules of racing to win the race. Theoretically, that's mm. if you take your if you if you take uh, take someone else's line and you stop riding and you can't you have to carry on you have to stop riding and correct. That's right. So, so he so mm. that's what the that's what people are saying. He broke the rules of racing to win the race. Mm. Mm. That doesn't always add up in a protest hearing though, mm. because you can you could have um, you could have rushed past Animo and were going to beat him by six lengths. And you might cop a suspension out of that mm. because you've broken the rules of racing. It doesn't mean that you have to uphold a protest. I think most people in the state of rest camp would have been very, very worried when they hit the line. Yes. <laughs> they, they're not thinking it's 50-50. Most were thinking this is going to be upheld. Yeah. This is going to be upheld. Yeah. Everyone on Animo, 90% of people on Animo, even more, would have thought, I'm going to get this for sure. Yeah. And Why we, get that, a dismissed, we get a dismiss. We get a dismiss protest. That's yeah. how it. That's how it would have played out. That's how the business works. I saw a um, quote that I thought was really quite funny. Uh, that Johnny Allen said there were so many paddies in the room that they got confused <laughs> and they just I'm sure. let us have it anyway. They didn't understand what we were saying. So Joseph O'Brien's foreman yeah. and Johnny Allen were giving their evidence. <laughs> and it all got too hard. And, then every, and there were no cameras in there. So we, and then everyone would have just sat back and listened to Craig. He would have went on for oh, how long? You know what I'd love to have? I know this is not the station to have it. I'd love to have a, a little half-hour special. And we can bring some old hard-head stewards here. We'd have bring John Shrek in, mm -hmm. Ray Murray. We'd bring him out of retirement. Yep. We'll have a cadet steward. We, we could bring Steve Ferguson in as a cadet, cadet steward. He, he wouldn't like to drop in wages. Yeah. But, <laughs> and then I, I could be Craig Williams. I'll put my case to them. <laughs> or get Corey to... He can be Johnny Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and see what they come up with, those old hard-head stewards. What the old steward, yes. That'd be good, I reckon. All right, we'll book that in. When are you free? <laughs> oh, free every day. <laughs> State of rest, winning the uh, the Cox Plate, surviving that protest. It's uh, now time for a break. When we come back, uh, up next, the Brian Crowley Stakes. Writing was on the wall yesterday that Mizzou was going to produce a big run in the Brian Crowley Stakes. It was the first leg of a winning double for Clipperton and the Snowdens. And I thought he's going to be a very good horse when he won his, his debut at Canterbury. He's just been a little bit hard to, uh, to get settled and he's a bit of a hothead and fiddle around with his gear and, and a few little things here. But 
there, there was confidence about him in the right style of race yesterday and he, he, he gets another win on the board. So I think he's got a bright future, but he's still got a little bit of um, work to do on him. The Snowdens have still got a bit of work to do with him. Um, I like Battleton's desire. He, he, he wants to finish off again there. Talk to me about this horse, Abel Willie. He, he's talk about work in progress. He doesn't, he, the penny has definitely not dropped with him. He was wide, no cover, keen, and he does a lot wrong. You know more I want to take it. him home. Yeah, I, I think so. He's, he's, he's got talent. One. Yeah, he's, he did a lot wrong. He had most horses who were in his position and pulled at the back of the field like that wouldn't have finished off as strongly as they did. And that's only his second start. So he's the horse that I'll be following. No, he looks a... You know, he's no imposing, big, strong cult. Well, you can see he's got room to move. He's got plenty of improvement physically, mentally also. You said before the race you were worried about whether he was going to get a little bit keen, mm. and that's exactly what happened. And I think that when you're looking at a horse like him with so much natural talent and so much room to improve, he's the one that you know can go into the future. Mm, I think you're right. Uh, Paul Snowden was there and also Sam Clipperton. I was happy, sort of, but I would have been... More happy if he just settled out a little bit better, but I suppose we'll uh, we'll live to fight another day. And, and uh, look, uh, it's full credit to the owners. I, I'm so happy that he's produced this, what he's had today. It's certainly a shandy of what he's got to offer, but um, you know we'll, we'll take it anyway. So the stable taking the approach, giving time. Yeah, uh, you know I think racing probably is going to get it get it out of him. But um, look, he's strong enough character. He's got plenty plenty there to give, but unfortunately, you know. He should be running in the Coolmore next week. You know this horse. That's the amount of ability he has, and um, you know, we'll, you know, we'll hopefully we'll see that to come to fruition later in. He's a very talented horse. He's a very highly strung and um, and hot temperamented horse as well. So, look, he's been his racing manners has, uh, has been the thing holding him back. Um, but today there was nice speed, and I was able to just drop him behind him. I sort of played with him as much as I could, and. Look, visually, it probably looked like I was getting there too soon, but I was really happy to just let the horse build. Got a nice, easy furlong. He's a very fit horse, and um, when I asked him for his superior effort, he, um, he dropped him and um, put pay to him pretty easy. So just goes to show his talent. Um, he's crying out to be gelded. Whether that happens now, I'm not sure, but hopefully that gives him some confidence going forward. Well, it was the girls to the fore in the 2400 metre listed City Tattersall's Club Cup. It was Laurie Parker, the trainer, and mother of three, Jenny Duggan, getting her biggest win in the sport. Yeah, big. Look, this horse won like an even money chance. He's travelled sweetly on the rail behind them. He, he, he sort of gets hurled up where the others get the fly out wide, and he has the hide to come off their backs and run them down like they were nailed to the ground. Every time he's drawn a barrier, this horse, he drew one at Randwick in a similar race about four or five starts ago and bolted in. Then he went off the boil for a couple and then he drew one at Warwick Farm and got the money and then he, he draws the inside uh, barrier two there and he just loves the cover and behind them and he... And he the just... fast tempo as well. Exactly, so he can stay. He's a, he's a funny horse and I've heard them say maybe he's, he's a better backup horse, but Gee, he's been up forever. I don't know backing him up, but look at him here. He, he missed, he sort of half missed the boat. Not missed the boat, but he missed the fly with the others. And he has the hide to just just chime in here like he'd go another lap. And even though he was big odds, it was like an even money chance there getting getting home. He's flying, he's in rare form, wet and dry savvy, uh, savvy Valentino. 
Oh, I thought he was very disappointing, so I reckon, you know, after I'm going hard, look at him cruise, I thought, he's just going to walk past this lot, um, considering he'd done no work and here he comes. So I'd have to say a little disappointed with him, the very heavily backed Hush Rider. Uh, didn't find much over the concluding stages and Skymax, he was off a freshen up. He might be somewhere near back on track for something, but how'd this horse do this? Uh, fast pace, they went out, I think they went out way too fast and he loves it and that was how he won it. Inside draw, covered up and had the last dash of them. He had the best turn of foot out of all of those. I think he, those were the two horses that we both dismissed in the yard as well and said that they probably didn't have much hope in that type of race, but they looked good anyway. Yeah. But I think we should also focus on Jenny. Yeah. Not only has she got one of the best strike rates going around at the moment since she's moved into the metropolitan area, mm. we cast our memory back to Scone Cup last year mm. and she had a terrible fall. And terrible it was very much a case of whether she was actually going to be able to ride again. She broke a bone in the bottom of her neck. She also had a skull fracture. She had multiple injuries and she had to rehabilitate and get back on track, start riding winners. And then her manager and her made the decision to move to the city because mm. there's not a lot of claiming apprentices around and it's been a absolutely brilliant move for her because she's chalking up she, sometimes she goes to the races with one or two rides and she's riding a winner each and every time on the metropolitan mm. meeting so she's doing a terrific job and riding really well well she, she's still it's amazing she's still claiming because she's been around for a long time but she hasn't had a lot of riding uh, because she's had so much time off i yeah. think that the, the apprenticeship's been stalled with yes those injuries, yes so. One one tough lady. Yeah, one yeah. tough lady. They breed them tough in Sweden. And didn't yes. she love? Didn't she love it coming back? <laughs> I've, I don't think I've ever seen a big bigger salute at no. Randwick. And then and then she spoke to you. Here she, Laurie wasn't there. Here's Jenny with Lizzie. I cannot believe like this horse is amazing. And Laurie was talking to me this morning. She said, "Listen, every day we backed him up. Well, every time he's done good. One literally. So." She said, I'm doing my best. I'm not going to the races because they seem to perform then. So, you know, and he was cherry ripe today. What was your what was your mind doing going through the run? Because they put on a pretty strong tempo and you must have been travelling quite nicely in behind them. They put on a strong tempo, but that really suits him. He's a strong bugger. He's a stallion. So he was just really beautiful in the hand today. And like coming around them into the straight I just thought to myself my goodness I've got so much horse underneath me and you thought I'm going to win well I did for a moment did you let yourself think that oh, uh, oh once I got to Rachel I was like oh my goodness there's nothing else coming I'm winning you've, you've changed zones that to be able to ride in the city you made a concerted decision to do that you've left your kids behind <laughs> This must be, they must be, they'd be very proud watching you, but it's a, it's a big thing to be able to do that. It is a big thing, but they know what I do, I do for them, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you just want to build a future for your family and that's what I'm doing right now. Good girl, good girl. That's Jenny Duggan. All right, we're going to take a break, come back with more of Randwick. Plenty of uh, blue colours in the first uh, in the Kirkham plate for two-year-olds. They settled up five Godolphin and uh, the Phillies were dominant here. One, two, three. 
Yeah, the fillies have come out of the blocks and uh, they held the advantage in the gym crack, running fast time. And here, one, two, three, a few of these lads uh, were having a, a bit of a playtime in the enclosure, in the uh, yard before the race. So the fillies, you know, uh, Ojai was pretty good. She looks an improver. She's well bred. She's got a beautiful run just behind them there. I like Queen of the Ball. Um, I, I think she did a bit of work to get there and then she wandered and wanted to run about. So I think she was very good and she can take, if you have a look at her outside the lead here, she just didn't flit, flatten out when, uh, when Rachel asked her to go. She just wanted to wander about a little bit. Snedcat was good with race experience. The best horse in this race, I don't know whether it's going to be at two, uh, is Shalatin or Shalatin. Uh, from the Joe Pride's day. We got way back and look at him charging through in the orange in the middle there. That's a very, very good run from a nice horse for the future. Yeah, very, very nice horse. Mm. They were calling down the line for you to give the pick of the yard for the first. You just needed a little bit more time, didn't you? It was cornered. Yeah, and when I, where I was stood, I was also trying to avoid getting booted, and yeah. among other things. But that was tricky, wasn't it? Because yeah. the boys were boys. And yeah, I've never seen a yard so bad in Sydney. Yeah. A collective. You see one or the other playing up, or maybe one or two, but mm. I have never seen over eight horses parading badly. It's about five of them. Did, can one stallion start that, that, that rock? They, all, uh, they must have all been yeah. a little bit uh, inclined to do that because I heard Nassim talking to Victoria Appleby Dizzy and she said, so far so good, as they oh, okay. walked out from, because right. I was down the back having a look at them and they were all behaving, but as soon as one of them walked out, the leader started yeah. whinnying <laughs> and then they saw the white pony then and then it was, and then it was all... All in. All in, all of them. <laughs> they were all down the back having a chat, they said, now listen, when we get in there, you start it, we'll all follow. It's like an 18, uh, 18 year old's birthday party. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they sort of, you know, walking in quite... <laughs> It was definitely, it was, I was running out of things to sort of explain what I was seeing. <laughs> well, back to the drawing board. All right. Um, here's uh, Darren Beeman. Uh, James Cummings wasn't there because he became a dad again, uh, but Darren was there. She's a very, very athletic, natural type filly, very light on her feet. Um, when she trialled here at, at Ramwick uh, about 10, 12 days ago, she, she really took it all in her own stride and... Um, was very professional the way she pinged out the gates and put herself there and um, yeah, very pleasing. Today she took a run and she went on with it as a bright future. Yeah, I think, you know, just having that natural speed, you know, she, as I said, um, you know, being by exceed, she's out of a very fast family um, and she was able to put herself in the right spot and, um, you know, like, like all, the majority of our two-year-olds, you know, they all handle the, the big occasion well and um, she, she stepped out and it was very pleasing to see. Obviously really racy type, got into a nice position early with, you know, utilising some of that good tactical speed that she possesses. And um, she was able to, although having a bit of a look at the, the second horse who was running around a little bit, once she sort of got back to the inside, she really knuckled down and um, quickened up nicely through the line. Uh, to the Tab Highway, 1,800 metres, so over the longer journey. And it was Kitzbühel from the Tim Donnelly Yard in Wagga Wagga who went to the front, never looked back. I like him. Uh, he's tough. He likes a fight. He's still got a peak performance in him. He's only second up yesterday. I think the timing is absolutely... I don't know what sort of horse we're going to get in this country classic, uh, but he'll drop in weight. 
and I think he'll, you know, you just got to love his racing style. Stays all day, doesn't he? Yeah, just, he's a real tough on pacer, and when you think on the point of the turn, oh, he's flat out now, but obviously uh, Tim Donnelly gave Tim Clark the instructions there and said, look, don't worry about it. He might, you mightn't think he's, he's going anywhere, but get going on him early, because before the turn, he just gave him a little tickle up, and the horse just kept going and going and broke their heart. He didn't throw it away, did he, uh, Freedom Square? He's, he lacks experience, but I thought he did quite a good job there. And maybe he heads to, uh, maybe this is the form uh, for the country classic. Uh, laughing and crying, had his chance on the inside there. Solid think it's so. Um, Foodie King didn't get a lot of room. I, you know, I think it's all about the first two as far as moving forward. Yep. Any other thoughts? The winner had a bit of improvement still to come as well. He was still furnishing in his coat and I had a quick chat to Tim afterwards and he thinks he will be a bit better so that's what he's going to have to be to go into a country classic but yeah. I just when I look at horses in that race I you look for the horse that you know is going to stay mm. because it's because there's not a lot of those races around mm. you don't have a big pool of horses that are stayers and he's just fits that mold he was an out and out stayer great racing style and wonderful training performance as well well uh, Tim Donnelly was there on track yesterday and Tim Clark he took the first two races on the day He's a genuine staying horse. Um, still got a little bit of improvement in him, so that should top him off for the race in two weeks. A real stayer? Yeah, um, he did win a mile and a half at England, but the horses he beat, they wouldn't win at Bell Reynolds. So I think he might be a 2,000 metre horse right. just on speed. So uh, yeah, that race in two weeks' time, uh, he drops right down a weight to 55 and a half. He's going to be well suited there. Second up 1,800, no mean feat, especially the like his racing style. He, He's got to be really fit, and um, you know, he presented in really good order. So yeah, well done to Tim and his team. And look, he uh, just relaxed so well. Even though he was rolling along, he was conserving all his energy. And I was actually worried that he, he was nearly too relaxed. That's why I sort of gave him a reminder early to switch him back on, and he just outstayed them. All right, let's go to the midway. And the first lady of the midway has become Christian Buchanan. She did it again, Pandora Blue leading all of the way. Boy, hasn't she got some sharp, running, sprinting, lightly raced horses around her at the moment. Um, she's gathering a really good stable, placing them beautifully. This is her sixth start, this mare, first time at 1,200, uh, but no problems. Uh, you know, just when you, she gets to the 100, you think, okay, what have you got? She keeps going, so that's very, very encouraging from her. She. She looks, uh, you know, I know it's only we're only talking midway form, but she's lightly raced and, and an improver. Undeniable, very genuine again. Media star, guest I thought was excellent. Um, wide, no cover, short of his best distance. Air to air, well, eh, I don't think I'll, I'll wait till she's double figures again, I think. And, and I think she still ran well. She just did, to, she did. But the, the way the race was run, you thought there was just going to be a bit more speed applied. That's why mm. Pandora Blue wasn't going to get an easy run in front and was suspect over the 1200 metres, but in the long run, she just came across, controlled the race, and it was all over. Yep. I think Saquon, you know, I thought he was just a wet tracker, but he's, that's two good runs for him now, and there's got to be something for him. I don't know what it is, but at that level. Kristen had a really nice winner on Wednesday yeah. as well on the Kensington track called Delexo. Uh, watch out for him. He's a really, really sharp sprinting type. He looks as though he's... He was good. Well, broke the track record, so... Mm -hmm. Which they were on Wednesday, but yeah. uh, still, he looks as though he's a really talented type. Uh, here is Kristen and also Kara McAvoy. 
I just think it's such a fantastic thing for us to have available to us. We've been waiting for it for years. And um, when they announced it was going to happen, we really decided to target and wait with horses and make sure that we got the right horses in. So, so proud of my team. They do an awesome job. And uh, we've got some lovely horses and some really good support from owners. You didn't, you didn't rush this horse into midway class. It took your time with wins at Musselbrook Scone and Port Macquarie. It was tempting because of the four pillars to push her a bit sooner, but speaking to the owners, we just decided to let her go through her, her grades and, and get here uh, when she was ready. She's um, on an upward curve, that's for sure. You know, she's given me a nice feel there and there's, there's more to come from her. She's, um, she's going to progress into better grades than just a midway race. She's um, a nice, big, strong girl and turned out in great order. She gave me a good feel. She was switched on and, and very push-button-like the whole way. Okay, in uh, race number five, Exo Boom was the second leg of the winning double for the Snowdens and Sam Clipperton. And now they're talking Golden Eagle. If they can get into the field, uh, I'm not sure where he sits in an order, yeah. but they really want him there. Why not? He's, he's peaked at the right time. He'll back up. Um, they've gradually got him right. He, he finds his pet distance yesterday, and he beats a, a good enough field. Um, she's, she, she flies when she's right, Yamazaki, and there's two good runs from her now. So no issue with the depth of the race here, except for Bergen. Um, that was enormous. He attacked the favourite. He survived. He went past. The favourite did pull up with a poor recovery but and out of character for him. But Bergen, um, he, he's, he's, he's went out of his skin in that race there. He actually went really well the start prior and he had no trial under his belt and he he's come back he looks magnificent he's had mm. a change of stable um and he's just with a bit of time on his side he looks he looks as though he's mm. really furnished and developed um, what do you want to do with creaderis he's a talented horse he he spends the first half of his the first 400 of his race like he's looking at instagram or he's he's looking in the mirror um <laughs> He just takes no part. He's, a, he's an he's, influencer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know where to go with that first well, part. Well, you've been defending him for three years. Yeah, now. no, I, I actually thought that he... So he ran the same sectionals as a winner, mm. ran home the same sectionals as a winner, but obviously you can't spot them a start. Uh, the penny hasn't dropped. I thought his trials weren't as good as they have been early on in his campaign, um, but I think he looks just as good. So... The question is a pineapple. Hmm. I, I don't. There think is a target for him, I reckon. You, I reckon you they can't got write him off. No, he looks can't. great. He's going he's to be one of those pests. That well, will, he, he's only a pest if you let him be a pest, and if you. But how many keep, times do you want to back him, to, hoping he? Well, did you back him yesterday, though? I would never have backed him yeah, yesterday. That's what I mean. So I think people are now well and truly. He's and like, I didn't tip him either. Were you proud of me? Very proud of you. <laughs> very, very. A lot proud. of self-restraint there. <laughs> because is it just he walks in and he looks so good yeah, he every just time? Looks so beautiful. He's yeah. just mm. and he, and that when you review the races and analyse his sectionals, you're always like, oh, mm. that next run he's going to be there, and you know, over further, and maybe they're going to put him in a race, and that hasn't happened. Mm. But did you see his sectionals? You know, his finishing speed is yeah. wonderful. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you've got... Have all these shows like, <laughs> best last 200 of the day, best last 400 of the day, but they don't win. 
that helped me. No. <laughs> what was your saying? If it, it, no, no, no speed, no talent. Yeah, but the other uh, one. No, early, late speed means nothing if you don't have early speed. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's one of my favourites. I pinched all them from oh, good judges. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. They're yours now. They're mine. Uh, here is uh, Paul Snowden. We all sort of seen what happened a couple of weeks ago, and he just got, he felt the facts of that. He got caught up in it, but we just believe the horse is going well enough. I was able to just produce the, the best run today and, and get the job done, but... Um, Oh, he's always been a talent. He's a, he's a big bugger. He's, he's a big animal and he takes a lot of work and just believes sort of today and his next run they're going to be the best of his preparation. So um, you'll see how we go again next week. You were happy they were going so quick? Yeah, look, it, it helps when you've got a bloke that knows what he's doing and Sam's been involved with his horse for, for quite some time now and he could have easily panicked and started chasing him a long way out but you know it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit you at the end. He's not going to have it much to finish off with but... Slowly but surely, got onto Yamazaki's back and it took us where we needed to and he was just a bit too good on the day. Can you get into the Golden Eagle? <laughs> I hope so, because I believe you'll, you'll give it one hell of a shake. As long as we can draw well and like, like them sort of things that can line up on the day, that's just be winning or losing. And this horse is only starting to come to his top now. That'll, that'll top him off for next week and we won't do too much with him. But uh, great thrill for his owners. Um, if they can compete for a $7.5 million race, it's going to be... Um, one hell of a party for him anyway. Sometimes that's just the way um, the cards you dealt with, but I, I don't mind dealing with um, tricky horses when they have ability and it's a, you know, it's a very satisfying result when tricky horses hit the back of the net because he's a bit like Mazu. He's very, very, very talented. He's just done a few things wrong this preparation in terms of over racing, um, but Peter and Paul have done a great job in, in ironing that out. They put the Norton bit on him, and today, actually, he was off the bridle and chasing a bit. It was so, amazing. It was like a different horse. Yeah, it was. And, look, I, I was aware they were going quick, and I got a nice drag up from Yamakaze, and I didn't want to chase too early. I know when he's relaxed, he lengthens like, you know, just he covers that much ground. It's quite an incredible feeling. He's probably 18 hands tall and about about 10 foot long <laughs> as well. So, and wide. Uh, yeah, and wide too. So, um, a talented horse, and uh, if he lines up next week, he'll run very well. Well, we've seen two great editions of this race, and this will sit comfortably alongside them. Oh, my word. This is a race and a half. You can go in these internationals. There's going to be a lot of talk about these this week. And when you're getting... I'm starting to delve through their form. They've got proper form. He's a Group 1 winner, Law of Indices, two starts back, and he's an on-pacer. Um, Sammy, we just saw there, he's riding maximal, and uh, you know, it's got that huge form line. Mm. I've had the co-trainers co on the phone with Apache Chase overnight. Overnight? Overnight. They, they were all on the phone. I don't know. They, they sound like they're having a good... They were celebrating already. Mm. You know I've lost my job. The float driver, I'm I know. Not, not, I didn't know. I'm not driving the float. <laughs> I, Do they, they know what a good driver you are? <laughs> no, obviously not. <laughs> I don't know you travel the country championship. Don't, and, and don't worry. You can become as good a driver as me if you join me on those little trips to Canamble. The problem is they want me to draw the barrier for him. Oh. And I said, well, that's not a problem because I've had... He wants an outside drawer and I, I did draw barrier 19 for Tom Melbourne one year. So. That's right. But if I can't get there, our other co-trainer will do it. Uh, Lizzie will do that. Right. Doesn't outside. matter what barrier. I prefer an outside okay. drawer if you can... Have I'm a good at drawing barriers. I know. Okay. Um, so Sam Clipperton had a good day yesterday, didn't he? Had a great day and I think it's... 
it, it's hard, uh, it's easier winning on horses that are tractable and do everything right, but he won on two horses that are very, very difficult. Uh, Mazu, you, you always know when they've got the pacifiers on and they get a bit warm in the yard and they've you know, got this talent and they haven't won for a while and when someone can get it out of them, you know what a good rider, he's got beautiful hands as we, as we know. And Exo Boom yesterday, well he just was an old pony, switched off and mm. great training performance, but I heard Paul wrapping up Sam saying, you know, it's great to have a guy on him mm. that really knows him well, and that showed in the race. Mm. Uh, barrier draw for the Golden Eagle. Uh, we'll be, we'll check your guides, but it'll be before midday on Tuesday. Before midday, so don't be late. There's nothing tricky, is there? No surfboards or anything like that? Yeah, you've got to get on a surfboard and mm. go out there and You'll be right. get, a, get a plastic <laughs> eagle, get a plastic <laughs> eagle. Then paddle back to the shore. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll do that. Ruby Tuesday. I'd pay to see that. Yeah, wouldn't you? What? Uh, Ruby Tuesday wins uh, race number six. Another one straight to the front. Yeah, and Gary was very keen on her chances, and she did run right up to his expectations. She controlled the speed up front. She was pretty good, wasn't she? She's. Um, he knows her well, Gary, and she can be a little tricky at the start. But once she got a clean getaway and control, she was always going to be um, in the finish. Mayfair Spirit was excellent. He was back in distance, he made a few runs, and then when you thought he was beaten, he, he rallied again late. So I suppose that's just lacking a turn of speed coming back. Um, that little bit in distance, Lady loved to gamble. She battled on okay, as did Five Kingdom. I want to follow a horse here called Lord Ardmore. He's an ex-Kiwi stayer, and when Chris steps him up in distance, I want to be with him. Um, I thought he was, although it wasn't hardly a flashing light, I thought it was a very good run from a horse that uh, would get over you know, 2,000 or further. Let's go and hear from Gary Portelli and also Jason Collett. Mate, it was a really good, strong win today, and I'm um, so pleased for the ladies and for the Breast Cancer Foundation to get 10% of a big check today. That's great news. Yeah. Um, is, is she one-dimensional? Is that, is that just her? No, I think that... Um, you know, I think last start, if she'd have got out, I think she would have won last start. I couldn't understand the price difference, you know. You're the favourite getting backed off the map, and I reckon we should have beaten her at, at, at Rose Hill. So, you know, she was able to get to the front with a slower tempo over the mile. Fantastic ride by Jason. Um, just, he got to the front, and then he just stacked them up, and he just got away at the corner, and, gee, she was strong through the line. So I was so pleased for the girls, and... Um, for the stable, this is a tricky little mare, and um, and for the foundation. The Barry Boys too, credit to them, they've, they've sort of fine-tuned that, that, that sort of probably issue she had. Uh, and look, producing like today on, on a Saturday, yeah, she, she, she's got the ability and um, now that she's rectifying that racing style, it makes makes my job easy, that's for sure. Did you feel like you had it quite comfortable in front? Yeah, look, I, I, I went out there to obviously be up close, there was obviously some pressure, but no one sort of said, look, I want to lead, so I thought, well, beautiful, I'll take it up. And um, look, as you see, I, I still felt to be doing a bit of pressure, even when a, the runner come round mid-race and, um, you know, still made me do a bit of work in front. But, yeah, good effort. All right, and that brought us along to the last, and uh, Quantico for, Quantico for uh, John O'Shea. Uh, there he is back uh, midfield, launches down the outside. Well, he's a horse, he's a five-year-old, it's only his ninth start. He's obviously been very well looked after to mature and they might be starting to reap some dividends now um, because this was a quite a solid win. Uh, Saturday class for the first time and gets the job done in what looked to be a solid enough field. Well, it was nearly a very, very big day for Brad Whitup and Jenny Duggan um, with Volpine. She'd 
just been completely out of form, I would have thought, but she was much better there yesterday. Jizzy didn't run the expectations there, did he? You know, Gravina, after his, his couple of recent runs where he's had no luck at all, you could hardly make an excuse for him yesterday. Maybe he does want it a little bit softer. Electric Girl, Battle on okay. Surreal Step was okay, fresh, but... Um, what have you thought of him coming through, Quantico? Have you had much to do with him? Yep, I saw him win at Rose Hill at the midweeks, um, and he won pretty much the same way that he won yesterday. So, mm. yeah, he looks a nice horse, very strong. Uh, John, I always love listening to John after the race because mm. he's got such a good handle on his horses, and he sounded as though he's quite confident with him and with his ability, so he's definitely one to follow. Yep, I think he's going south to win a race down there. Uh, here is John and also Tommy Berry. He's had a few little issues that we've mean to t we had to take some time. To be fair, to, um, Harry Mitchell and the boys at Yarraman have done a great job preparing him to send down to us this time, and he's just been a really happy horse, and he's racing accordingly. He's a horse that we've always thought very highly of, and that's why we kept him a colt probably a year too long, but ultimately now we've got a racehorse and a real racehorse. You know, I thought... Um the leader had pinched it a bit on the corner, but he's got such a devastating turn of foot, this guy, and he's still going to be back, still going to be better next preparation. Um, he's still learning his craft a bit. He wanted to run around a bit in the straight, but he's, he's, a, he's a lovely horse. the 200 in the straight, Samillion with Lady Harlem. Samillion has a strong kick on the inside of Lady Harlem and then came Equivocal going well. Samillion for Jai McNeil. Samillion won the first by a length and three quarters. Lady Harlem flashing through Nobel on the fence in a photo with Equivocal. Dream Queen moves up, takes the lead from Robadera and then came Nicolite, New York baby from a long way back at the 50 metres. Trying to hold on here is Dream Queen. Dream Queen just in front and Dream Queen has held on from out now Heidi, who was flashing through late in New York, baby. Generation in front at the 150. Here's Scissor Step coming with big steps. Generation three quarters. Scissor Step out after it. Generation hanging on. Scissor Step a nick away. Generation digs it. Generation on the red hand cap. Scissor Step second. At the 200 metres, kick clear from Water Fox. Stern Impulse and Mokalua running on. Heresy in front getting weary. Mokalua drops on them from Water Fox. Maracanã late, but Mokalua's coming away from McDonald again. Mokalua won it well. Waterfox second, Maracanã third, Heresy fourth. On the outer, Just Folk made a line of three. Elephant hooks off their heels. Just Folk at the 150 from Be Good Dear Mother. Elephant's going to have to really fight here. Just Folk at the 100 from Elephant. Be Good Dear Mother sliding back. Just Folk saw it through. Just Folk from Be Good Dear Mother. Elephant in Pecunius. Forgot you still running on at the 150. It's Commander Harry leading out but getting tired. Forgot you wearing it down at the 100. Still Commander Harry three quarters, forgot you slowly but surely, forgot you, goes up to Commander Harry and got it, forgot you right on the line from Commander Harry, it's Pondus at the 200 metres going for home from Sound, Luna Flare, Secret Blaze then Floating Artist, it's now Pondus grabbed by Luna Flare and Sound, the nine year old on the outside of the hundred, Luna Flare from Sound, Luna Flare, Floating Artist coming late, Luna Flare, Luna Flare being Floating Artist, 
Sound and Pontus. Lying mascot sprinted through and takes the lead. This has been heavily backed and with 100 metres to go for Blake McDougal, this is going to be a big win. Flying mascot driving away and Flying mascot won it easily from Star Rail Anabisto, Princess Jenny, then Grace and Harmony, Vanagul. So that's a wrap up of Melbourne there yesterday. Uh, just back to Sydney, Kerem McAvoy, he copped a suspension, so... He misses Derby Day but can ride Melbourne Cup Day. Right. Mm, that's unfortunate. And he's on Grand Promenade, Grand Pro Grand, He's one of the favourites. I think he's second or third favourite Grand Promenade. So we know Kerem's record in the Melbourne Cup. He knows how to win one. We'll be at Rose Hill next Saturday for this amazing race, the Golden Eagle. It is going to be another cracker. Oh, yeah, can't wait to see these imports as well. They mm, yeah. they look really exciting. Good plus, reports. plus all the the locals that we've got, mm. which are very talented, and over a distance where they almost meet in the middle, don't yeah, they? And then we got I am Thunderstruck there, the Group One winner yeah. as well, to put in the picture. So. It's going to be an intriguing betting race. Yeah. And then we've got the classic legend for the uh, sprinters over 1,300. You've got a mix of the Sydney Stakes, Everest, maybe Kosciuszko, I don't, I don't know. Um, I wonder if Mask Crusader will back up there. Was he going to Melbourne or was he staying? Well, isn't there a bonus if he... If he I don't know what yeah, the story is. Yeah, there's bonuses for anyone who ran in the Everest uh, or Sydney Stakes or Kosciuszko. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's at least 750,000 if you run in that race. And there is a horse going for a bonus. Think it over's going for a million dollar bonus if he can win yep, the Rose Hill Gold Cup. Of course. On top of the prize money. Yep. And we'll be there. We will. Very exciting. We'll see you at the barrier draw, champ. Let's <laughs> <laughs> find out the, uh, the protocol there, what's happening, will you? Yeah, I've got the details. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.